Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It is so good to be with you today. Last time we were together, we were in Proverbs chapter 11 as we looked at verse 30, where we read where it said that he that winneth souls is wise. And we talked about soul winning or, or to do the work of evangelism, as the Bible tells us. Today, I would like to continue along with that thought as we talk about the heart, the, the motivation of our hearts towards a lot loss as we look at the life of Jesus. In Mark chapter 8, verse 1, we, we, we see how our Lord w- was moved with compassion. Compassion is one of the characteristics of God. As in the Psalms, we read, the Lord is full of compassion. Compassion is, mo- mo- is being moved with tenderness. And it's really combined, combined with pity as you feel towards those who are hurting. It leads to kindness. It leads to understanding. It leads to forgiveness and mercy and grace. In the Old Testament, it's usually associated with the word gracious. Often it is said of Jesus that he had compassion on the multitude as well as the needs of individuals. The things that moved Jesus with compassion. Well, let's take a look at a couple of them. In Mark chapter 1, verse, in verse 40, we read, And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou can make me clean. In verse 41, we read, And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and said unto him, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, spoken, immediately leprosy departed from him, and he was clean. The man was begging him and kneeling down before him, we see in this story, how far far the leprosy had developed or how you know, restrictive it was, we don't know. The Bible doesn't declare that. It was often very disfiguring. You, you know, kneeling that he had, when, when he's, you would see somebody so disfigured, I would imagine it would have been shocking. It would have been hard to look at. It would have been something that you would have maybe turned your head away. But yet we see Jesus moved with compassion. You can only imagine the pain that this man was going through. With this poor man that was kneeling before Jesus was another aspect of his life that drew compassion out of Jesus. His condition had also made him an outcast from society and his own family. He had been cut off from his friends and very alone. Maybe uh, Maybe someone you know. And that's going through just like what this leopard was going through. Somebody who's been cut off from his family. Somebody who's hurting. Let me tell you right now that Jesus has compassion to your friend or to you. If that's where you find in yourself is. How Jesus was moved with co- compassion towards him, this leopard man. We also see how Jesus was moved with compassion in Mark chapter 5. He says, and they came over to the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with unclean spirits who had his dwelling among the tombs and no man could tame him. No, not with chains because that he had often with feathers and chains and, and, and had been plucked asunder by him 
and the feathers broken into pieces, neither could any man tame him. And hours at night he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. And when Jesus saw him afar off, he ran and worshipped him. You can hardly picture this, this pitiful state of this man who is tormented by unclean spirit, wild, untamed, living in the tombs, crying and trying to cut himself. As the leopard was driven in isolation from his friends, but very, for this case, so so for such a different reason. As the leopard, he was probably very, uh, very sl- uh, sightly. Otherwise, it was hard for anybody to really look at. It was like a wild, shaggy, matted dog as he was in the mountains screaming and, and, and cutting himself. And he had scars on his flesh marks from the bleeding. That was something that must have been horrifying to see. It, this, but yet Jesus, this kind of person that was rejected by society, how we see that Jesus was moved with compassion, moved on the ones who society didn't want. God wants them. God wants to extend his life, his love, and his life unto them. This, we have another story where the disciples had just moved, returned from a missionary journey, and they were weary and tired of being with the crowds who were just pressing on them. And Mark chapter 6, we said, we read how they, he said unto them, Come yourself away to a desert place for a while, and there you may have your coming and going and and you you need some time to rest. You need some time of leisure and to eat. And it tells us as as they departed into this desert place by a ship privately, and that people saw them departing, and many knew him and ran afoot hitherfore out of the cities and went to them, and they came uh, together unto them. And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people, and he was moved with compassion towards them, because they were sheep not having shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. He began to teach them many things. Isn't this a beautiful picture? First of all, we had the picture of the good shepherd, how Jesus was concerned with his disciples, how they were wore out, they were tired, and which I could relate to. And he he was saying, hey, come on, take a break. You need some R and R. You know, I'll make you I'll make you up some you know, barbecue, and we can relax and spend some time together. So let's get in a boat. We'll go across to a, a, a secluded place and just relax. But the, you, you know, we, as we read the story, we saw this huge crowd starting hearing about Jesus, and they were running to be able to be with Jesus. And I think if I was in, the, in their shoes, I would be doing the same thing, telling my friends, he says, hey, we, Jesus is in that boat going across to the other side. Let's go. And so we all would go running to hear what he had to say and maybe see the miracles that he was doing. But I'm sure if I was also in the boat as being one of the disciples, being wore out, I wonder if I might have been murmuring a bit, complaining, oh man, here they come again. I'm, my body's so tired. I'm so wore out. And figured that, the, that Jesus would maybe take a right turn away from these guys and sail to the south. But rather, he just pulls up to the shoreline and Jesus seeing their needs, how he was moved with compassion. He truly is the good shepherd. He truly is the one who cares for us. And finally, in Mark chapter 8, it, it tells us that in those days, a multitude being very great and having nothing to eat, 
Jesus called all of his disciples and said to them, I have compassion upon the multitude because they not, they've been now with me for three days and have nothing to eat. And, send them to, and if I send them fast into their own house, they will faint on the way. And basically it's because they had nothing to eat. And so he had compassion of those who were hungry to hear the word, the words they were listening for three days, but he was wanting to meet their physical needs. In Psalm 103, verse 13, we read, Like the father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. He knows our frames, it tells us in verse 14. He remembered that we are but dust. All the compassion of God, the love of God that he has for us, the compassion that always leads to an act of mercy and grace. He helped the leper. He delivered the man from evil spirit. He became the shepherd and, and led the people in the truth. And he gave them directions and, and meaning to their lives. He fed the multitude. And I want to say today that the good shepherd here is here right now as you're listening to this. He wants to minister to your need. He wants to bless you. And he wants to just to be there for you and whatever you might need. You know, isn't that beautiful word, word that we have for the Holy Spirit is that word comforter. And, and it comes from that Greek word parakletos. Otherwise, some who will come along to help you. Whatever that might be today, the Lord is there to help you. And so the motivation that we see in the heart of Jesus, the motivation that we see in the heart of Paul is a, is a heart of love to go and be a soul winner. In Proverbs, it says that he that winneth souls is wise. And may we have that same heart that we would love the love of God to flow not only in our hearts, that we might receive the compassion of God in our own lives, but that we would be that conduit in which that compassion flows through our lives to those who are hurting around us. And so till next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel. P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.